0: This is Dyes and Chewy X, the podcast, episode one hundred fourteen for the week of February third,
1: two thousand
0: eight. Welcome to Dies and Chewy X,
2: the podcast.
0: An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site,
1: Daisenshu
3: EX.
0: We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball, in hopes of enlightening and a little bits of the entertaining. Look at all the people we have here. We are filming before a live studio audience.
2: The applause sign didn't go off yet. Thank you. <laughs> there you go.
0: Fantastic. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to cover this evening, this episode. Introductions are in order because we are loaded with people. Let's start with the man, the myth, the legend, not Mr. Deluxe, Mr. Julian off in Japan. He's back.
3: Yes, I have made my triumphant return. I am so excited. How are you? I'm doing pretty good here. So, um, yeah, it's been a while, but good to be back. It's
2: like you had a little vacation.
3: Sort of. I mean, I managed to do the podcast when I was in Japan, of all pla- or in uh, Tokyo, of all places. I am in Japan. Right. Thank you. Um, but getting back to Osaka, I've had a lot of stuff on my plate. So I had a friend visit, not once, but twice. And I've also been busy. And then one week when I was available, you guys just decided to record without me. So
0: I didn't know you were there. But that's all right. We'll get to your adventures momentarily. We'll continue okay. around and say who's here. To my, actually, lesson proverbial right in front of me. Mary, hello. Hello. You're
2: here. Yeah, I usually tend to be, due to the nature of my living here. I learned my lesson last week. I am not going to ask how you were doing. Thank you. I'm moving on. (laughs) on
0: Jeff. Hi there. You're here, so it must be a manga review of Awesomeness Time. That
1: would certainly be assumed, yes.
0: Yeah, how how are you? I can ask how you are.
1: Oh, well, you know, that's fine. You don't have to ask. I'll just go away. No, I'm great.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yes. Uh, you read the manga? In Lightning Speed, yes. We're going to talk about it. That's right.
0: We're not done. We have more people here with us. The other individual here actually has been on the show before. Oh, have I? Yes, you have.
4: Sort of, kind of. In the background.
2: <laughs> oh, I get what you mean. On
0: two
4: episodes, I think? Oh, yeah. Yep, two episodes, more or less. So, your name is Megan. It is, yes.
0: Introduce yourself.
4: Uh, Hi, I'm Megan um, McCartney. And I go by Kinoko on the forums.
0: And you have a website?
4: Oh, I do? Yes. <laughs> it kind of died, but yes, it's called um, Three's the Charm, and it's a Tension Tenshinhan website.
0: You know, when we have Mary in the room, there's no need to say, oh, my site has died, because... <laughs> yeah.
2: We have complete abandonment over there. You know, I've got abandonment issues. It's not like I want to. This is frightening to me. Why is that? Abandonment issues. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you would take that personally. Now is not
1: the time for that.
0: No. We shall... Conclude the introductions. That's uh, with me, Mike Vegito EX. And now, Julian, tell us about your adventures uh, briefly because we're probably going to have like a 12 hour podcast.
3: My adventures include showing a friend around Osaka, Kyoto, and Nara, as well as going various places and doing various things. I'm cooking for myself a lot more, I started going to the gym, you know, good stuff. Um, also, I've had a few Dragon Ball related issues, like um, one of my classes at the middle school, I was, you know, walking around the room, trying to get people to ask questions about the current subject that they were learning, and so I could answer them. And one guy, well, I said, I should, say, uh, I should say to start off with, that I asked any questions whatsoever because they were being rather reticent. So one guy asked me what the highest level of Super Saiyajin was in Dragon Ball. And in response, I asked, including GT? And he's just like, whoa. <laughs> and then he goes, goes off on this tangent, and I'm like, this is English class, please ask me something about English. <laughs> We could have asked Uh, you about
0: Dragon Ball in English.
3: Yeah. And then another day in the library, I was having a discussion with some of the kids about what things are popular in the U.S., and they seemed a bit amused that uh, Japanese animation was finding popularity there, asked what was popular. And I said, Naruto seems to be quite popular, but it's probably because Americans like ninjas a lot. Right. Uh, But Oh, and my other Dragon Ball adventure is that going home on the train one day, there was this guy who was standing off next to the door, and he was, like, muttering to himself and sort of rocking back and forth. And as I sort of listened in, because I didn't have, like, a book with me or anything, I realized that he was repeating the names of Dragon Ball Z characters.
0: Wow. Uh Uh-huh. In any particular order?
3: Um, not that I'm aware of, but, um, Vegeta came up pretty often. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Pretty often, huh?
3: So, yeah, that was a little, um, different. But, yeah, that's, that's, um been my experience for that <laughs> recently
0: do you have any other cute little dragon ball stories from the last couple of weeks
3: um not that i'm aware of although i always get a little bit amused when the elementary schoolers bring out their goku lunch boxes you know
0: oh it's so cute well uh how about everyone else anyone else have any i have to follow up with you jeff about what? Because you sent me a text last week, and you're like, oh. how much did you pay for your Kiddenden thing?
1: Yes. yes. So,
0: you were in Princeton. Why were you asking me about that?
1: Because uh, we saw Goku. Oh. Yeah, and it's the same figure. And I was like, well, he already got you know, uh He already got in. He might want Goku that, as well.
0: no.
2: So. I figure. I <laughs> what store was that? I that didn't was... know there was any place that sold that stuff anymore.
1: Um, Does it have, like,
2: Sanrio stuff in the window?
0: Yes. yes. Is it just on Nassau Street? Yes. Okay. Because okay.
2: I think I walked by it. it. Last year, during my job's um, Christmas party, we were walking down the street. I'm like, I never saw this store before. I'm looking and I see like anime stuff and Sanrio stuff, really, but I never really went cool. in there before.
1: Yeah, definitely. They have like a they have a lot of girly stuff, that's for sure, but they just had like the two figures there. It was just so random. But if you head all the way towards the back, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. all the past Palmer and things, Square so. and all that. Yeah. Okay. It's ah, really. Uh, oh okay. no, actually, yeah, it's it's uh, almost where you hit two oh six.
2: Wow, that's quite a trek. It's
1: pretty far down there. There's like a bunch of antique shops right next to it. That's like how we were so weirded out when we found it, because we're seeing you know antiques and gifts and jewelry and then cutesy stuff.
0: And this matters <laughs> to actually a lot of our listeners. They're either in New Jersey or they're out of the U.S. I've wow. concluded.
1: Wow. People in New Jersey, that's insane. Nobody <laughs> but, lives. But there's here. no
0: one in any other state, is what I've concluded. There's only New Jersey and international listeners.
1: One in Japan, Julian. That, that's very true. Well, he's
2: not so much a listener Aww. as he well, a sometimes he is a participant. When
0: he's not sometimes, around, he's maybe. just a listener. Well, uh, let's talk about this episode, Jeff. You're here, yes. so it's a manga review of awesomeness. That's right, Megan. You're here for the manga review of awesomeness because we have a character who is um, sort of relevant still, yeah. and he's a favorite of
4: yours. He is, yes. Uh...
0: I am looking forward to hearing what you have to say about him. Okay. I know you'll probably have a bit. I know Jeff is probably going to have a lot to say about him. (laughs) <laughs> so we will get to that in short order. Before we get to the news, however, uh, this week is from the past Friday. Well, this week isn't, but Friday was. But it's Friday right now. So for us, it is. And for you, it was at least two days ago. That makes total sense. Right, you follow me? Friday it's Friday now. Only vaguely.
2: Friday now, but it'll be Sunday when it comes well, out. Well, that's only if the person actually listens to it on a Sunday, too. Well, regardless, it's in Whoa. the past. So for the last
0: two weeks... I've been putting up voice samples that Funimation put up in the year 2000 to kind of quasi-sample and poll fans on what they wanted for voices. Well, I'm out of those. But I do have some other voice samples to play for everyone and... uh This should be pretty interesting. So back in like 1999 there-ish about, I ran this little prank on the site. And Julian, we've written about this over in the rumor guide. And maybe you know what I'm talking about, but it involves Saffron Henderson. I've heard of it. So uh, what I did before season three actually came to home video and TV... We knew Funimation was going to be doing a voice change and an entire cast shift. So I played a little prank, and I said that Saffron Henderson was going to be coming back to play Gohan, who did Gohan in the previous two seasons. I had this internet friend named Matt. His name is Pyro321. And he did a fantastic impression of Saffron Henderson. So I had him record four voice samples using dialogue from later episodes. And I said I got, like, preview tapes of the season or something. (laughs) And they put up the samples on the site. And people were like, holy shit, Saffron Henderson's coming back. And the person who saw through the lies was actually Chris Soros, who ran DBZ Uncensored. He kind of put two and two together. He's like, well, this dialogue doesn't actually line up with the episodes that Vegito EX says are coming from so I think this is a lie and it was so I managed to dig up the four audio samples from a CD or a hard drive way I thought long gone so what I'm gonna do is uh, play these for you and you can judge for yourself if they sound enough like Saffron Henderson so here you go
4: what? what happened to dad? I I can't sense him anymore you tell him Krillin hello Mr. Frog (laughs) Get along, little froggy. Don't worry, Mr.
2: Piccolo. I'll be back. But first, I must kill Frieza.
0: So there you go. Uh, You can read more about that over on the rumor guide. And uh, do we have any more stuff for this episode? Oh, the contest. We're giving away the poster later this episode. To celebrate 10 years, 10 very long, very, I don't remember much about any of them years, we are giving away a poster. It's the poster that came with Legend of Dragon World, the uh, CD set that came out. Like two years ago now, this month actually. So uh pay attention later in the episode, we'll give that away.
3: And also, non-Dragon Ball news.
0: What? Is it One Piece? So,
3: yes, the One Piece dub looks like it will probably be getting a release from episode one.
0: Yeah, Indeed. we saw that. How cool is Not that? Bad.
3: Not bad at all.
0: Not too shabby. Well, Indeed. uh since you've already started the news, I guess now would be an appropriate place for me to play the bumper music so we can talk about the Dragon Ball news. First bit is actually something I forgot to mention last week, so we'll cruise through this. The site ICV2. Mary, is that how you pronounce it? I wouldn't know. Well, I figured. I don't you're more really like go to comic it. person. They kind of talk about um, that stuff.
2: I don't know. Let's say yes. I haven't heard it ever spoken before, so okay. I don't know. Anyone else?
1: Ick version two. Okay.
2: Ick version two. <laughs> Iron Chef version 2. Uh, well, they had an interview with Gen Fukunaga, who
0: is, what is he, CEO or president? CEO of Funimation. And in there, they talked about kind of the state of the industry, which is the big topic right now. Uh, domestic anime industry is kind of um, dying and falling apart. So they talked about that, and Ken talked about season box sets and how that's the direction they're heading in. And he pretty much confirmed for us that there will be remastered releases of the DBZ movies. I guess those would be re-releases for several of them. And we'll talk about that later on in the news. So that was last week. Let's talk about this week news. Julian, you're my Japanese dude. We got new CDs coming out in Japan. I
2: freaked out when I saw these. I wish you guys could have seen it. He was like such a little fanboy.
3: Yeah. Oh my god! CD
2: singles! Tell me
3: what's coming out. Yes. So uh, on the one hand, on uh, the 26th of March, you have the Dragon Ball CD Box Chosen Shoe, which is a thirteen-disc set with around two hundred vocal songs, remixes, movie songs, game songs, and etc. This, I suppose, would be the ultimate version of the five-disc Daizenju set that came back up what nineteen ninety-five or so. Hell's yeah!
0: Although and I don't I suppose... know if it's going to have any BGM. It, they're pretty much saying right now it's all vocal stuff.
3: Wow! Yay! So I take it you're going to buy this? <laughs>
0: of course I am.
3: <laughs> nice.
0: I, I was it's... thinking about like that week buying a PSP in Crisis Core and I think that was just negated by the CD box set.
3: Anyhow, this game is due, er, game, yeah, you got me on the game streak there with the PSP. Anyway, this CD set is due out on the 26th of March with a catalog number of COCX34814, and it's going to be about $185 right now. Of course, the dollar dropping like a stone, who knows, but it's, um, 19,950 yen, which won't change. Nice. Okay.
0: Tell me about the other CD.
3: Yes. Coming out on the 9th of April is the PS2 Wii U Soft Dragon Ball Z Sparking Meteor Shudaika Super Survivor, <clears throat> or uh, in English. The um, Super Survivor theme song single from the PS2 and Wii game, Dragon Ball Sparking Meteor. Yay! I'm so excited! I I heard that it's going to have another song on it or something? Yes.
0: Uh, As far as we know, so far, it's going to have eight tracks in total. We know it's going to have Super Survivor which was the all-new vocal theme from Sparking Meteor. And, Julian, what's the title of the other songs, the theme song to the new Burst Limit game?
3: God, something I need to look it up again.
0: (laughs) Kiseki no hono yo moegade? Something about a flame burning.
3: Okay, yeah, so that's um, basically, like flare up miraculous flame
0: yeah it's a cool song except we've only heard it in like a trailer so far but i am looking forward to it so eight tracks we know it's gonna have those two typically these kind of cds have they split it in half they have the songs and then they have the karaoke versions of those songs so i'm assuming it'll be four tracks and then the instrumentals of those four so what do you guys think what's going to show
2: up any thoughts maybe some remixes Uh, possibly Would it be Maybe interesting the if they did... Well, oh, yeah,
0: the Battle Stadium D.O.N. theme. That's what I was thinking, because that's the only other recent song that has not gotten like a proper CD release. Although, Mary, it would be really funny if it was those two songs, remixes of those two songs, karaoke versions of those two songs, and karaoke versions of the two remixes of those two songs.
1: I was just thinking that.
0: Yeah. Very similar to, actually, the uh, Headshot 2005 CD single is pretty much what that was. So I wouldn't put it past them to do eight tracks, which is really just two songs. So, Julian, that is coming out when and what? What and how?
3: That's coming out on the 9th of April with a catalog number of LACA-5770, and it'll be just 1,500 yen, or um, under $15, although it might be more by then.
0: Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> let's, uh, and it'll be 8-tracks. Let's finish up the news. we got a couple quick things here. Uh, the Toei website for Dragon Ball GT has been updated with the DVD information. Uh, the R2 singles, they start coming out this month, correct?
3: That yeah. is correct. They start coming out, what, February 4th?
0: Yeah, next week. Sweet. So that's mm-hmm. updated. Uh, we heard something about a new person in the live action Dragon Ball movie. Mary, you can see the outline. Why don't you tell me?
2: Sure. This was Randall Duck Kim. And uh, he played the Keymaster in the Matrix revolu- uh, Revolution movie. Was it, it Keymaster or Keymaker? Keymaker. Sorry, Keymaker. Key maker. Did I type it wrong? I can't no, say. no, yeah, no. It's, it's right. I'm just dyslexic right now.
0: <laughs> was it Ghostbusters?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's anyway, playing... he's playing Grandpa Gohan.
0: Nice. That's pretty much all we know right now, I think. Yeah. Well, Julian, you're going to close out the news for us. Did you watch this?
3: I did. It was, um...
0: It was awesome. Shut different. up. It was okay. awesome. What's the title of it?
3: It is... Dragon Ball Z, uh, which translates to live-action Dragon Ball Z, the super fierce... Battle, decisive battle. It's
0: such a Japanese DBZ movie title. I love it.
3: The yes, the number one in the universe is me. I guess.
0: Fantastic. So, Julian, your job is to go find the people who made this and interview them. (laughs) Oh dear. That was an evil laugh. I love it. (laughs) This is your job. You're over there. You have to go interview them.
3: It could be in Tokyo for all I know. I don't care. Go. Oh,
0: So it was pretty much like a fan-made live-action 10-minute quasi-movie thing.
2: I thought it was awesome. Let's go around. Thoughts, Mary? It scared me and cracked me up. I thought it was surprisingly well done. Like, a lot of effort was put into it, and I liked the effects and... A lot of this stuff is very reminiscent of the show, like the quick hits and the teleportation uh-huh. and the boom, boom, boom. Yep, yep, <laughs> I yep. thought it was funny, like the, the photo backgrounds here were on.
4: Correct opinion. Next. Um, I thought for a fan-made movie, it was really, really like awesome. And just Goku's hair cracked me up a lot.
0: I will <laughs> allow funny. this opinion. I agree. <laughs> it was great,
4: though.
0: Jeff, did you watch it? I have no idea what you're talking oh, about.
4: No! Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joy, what did you think? It was very awesome. It was very awesome. See, Jeff, you missed very awesome. Was that in your LJ? Yes. I'll read your LJ. It
0: was amazing, and we'll watch it when we're done. Awesome. (laughs) And you will love it. Okay, great. Fantastic. So I think that's it for the news. With uh that done, unless anyone has anything else, was there any news I missed?
3: Funimation DVDs?
0: Oh, yeah, Funimation stuff. So we were talking about that. Again, Fukunaga pretty much confirmed that those remastered uh, movies will be coming out. So we told you back in December, God of Chaos, at uh funny man who hosts our podcast, he had a little information, and it turns out that it is all true. On May 27th, we were getting DBZ Movies 1 and 2 double feature on Blu-ray and DVD. We are getting remastered DBZ TV Season 5. And we are getting, I love how I can do this without turning around to look at the outline. It's kind of frightening. Is it Spanish Volume 7 and 8?
2: You don't even say. That's oh. scary. Oh, it says,
0: <laughs> my outline has a link that says read off the homepage, and I totally didn't even need to do that.
2: You're a man who knows his content. That is true. And May it 27th. Me.
0: I was wondering, like, why, why aren't you guys responding to me? What's wrong? Because
2: we're in awe. <laughs> Of your memory? I'm shaking. He's crazy.
0: That's the end of the news. (laughs) Let's take it on over to the Manga Review of Awesomeness. So the topic for this week is Volume 13 of our Manga Review of Awesomeness. What we do with this is... uh, we read a volume of the manga every month. And then we go around and we subject it to people. We get their opinions on it. We have Julian and myself. We have read the entire thing, beginning to end. Is that not correct? Pretty much, yeah. Nice. And you more so in Japanese than me. I uh, read yeah. the pretty or read the pretty pictures. Yeah, I, I guess that fully explains exactly how I do it. Mary, how about you?
2: I have read the beginning well, we up until now. We know you've read 13 yes. volumes now. I've watched this portion up until Z, and I've read the Z the quote-unquote chapters from the beginning till the middle of the Frieza arc, then I didn't read it, then I read some of the Trunks and Cell stuff, and then I didn't, and I don't believe I've read any of the Boo stuff, but I've watched most of it. And you've watched the whole thing. Most of it. Yeah. There are actually a handful of episodes I haven't watched. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Then we have Jeff over here. Yep. Jeff,
0: uh, you've been an anime fan for a long time, but you are reading through the manga beginning to end for the first time with us. Yep, that's right great. So I like getting, as I call them, the newbie and the uh, the virgin opinions.
1: Definitely very noobish opinions, yes.
0: Yeah, but they're always pretty good. Th- they're above noob level.
1: Yeah, well, apparently I'm matching your opinions a lot, so I have to shake I know. it up We now. have to get into arguments about yes, stuff. Yes, we do. Nice. I think we might have one coming up today, but I'll leave that. I'm me.
0: looking forward to it. Megan, how about you? What have you read of the manga, and in what language?
4: Um. Let's see. I have actually not read the... Well, I've read and watched sporadically, so... I I've watched the English version, um, I guess the Saiyajin Saga, mm-hmm. up till the Android, I guess, arc. Okay. In English, the dub. And basically, I'm starting Dragon Ball. Um, I know the latter half of Dragon Ball better, if that makes gotcha. sense.
0: Discounting Z? So you mean
3: like oh, and- Baba Onwards era kind of stuff? or Like where Tenshinhan comes in?
4: Right? Basically. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's that's how I work. Um, well, he's no. in here,
0: so, so you Yeah, know that. so
4: it's perfect, but uh, this volume in particular, I haven't read it in English, only Japanese. Oh, all right.
0: Yes. Well, nice. So uh, I guess you would say in studio we have the Viz translation... And we also have the original Japanese Tongue Cold courtesy of Megan. So we can uh, pass them all around and have all sorts of awesome fun. Except cool. I have written notes, so I don't even need to look at them.
1: Sure. <laughs> well, he remembers DVD releases without, it, without having to look at <laughs> I don't at need line. my
0: notes. I can just tell you what happens in the story. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll go through the chapters in this volume, and then we will go around and get everyone's opinions. So volume 13 covers chapters 145 to 156. Julian, I have to ask you, if you're going by the Kanzen bond, do you happen to know a volume?
3: I don't have my list here because I don't have my volumes. they're all in the US.
0: Oh, uh, I think it's oh. 10. Okay. I, I kind of got a little bit of help on that because have oh okay. <laughs> So here we go, chapter 145. I guess I'll start it off. Up in Pilaf's ship, uh, they noticed that the other five dragon balls are moving in one direction. So we got Pilaf and Piccolo Dimo and everyone's up there on the ship. Down below, Tenshinhan, Chao Tsu, and Kami Sinin are there. they're flying around, they're formulating their plan. They want to steal the last two dragon balls and have Shenlong destroy Piccolo, because at this point, they can't really take him on themselves. Yajirobe is driving Goku off, because he got his ass handed to him. Goku wonders if Yajirobe knows who Piccolo is, because he kind of seemed like he might. Says he heard tales that he was a terrible monster that, tried to take over the world. and But somehow he was defeated by some martial artist, and Goku explains the wish process to him there. Piccolo is very excited about his youth. Moving onwards, Kamisen and company, they land, they return the ship to capsule form, and they bury the five Dragon Balls that they have. Chaozu is to hide and make the wish after Tenjin Han and Kamisen and seal the other two Dragon Balls, So they all have their little rolls there. They scatter to their respective positions. Pilaf notices that the five Dragon Balls have stopped moving. Piccolo laughs at a clearly foolish plan on everyone's part. And uh demands to go above the location. They don't actually land a ship. Piccolo uh swallows the two dragon balls that he has. That's gonna be his uh backup plan if he really needs it. Kami Senin shifts plans because he watched him swallow the dragon balls. Obviously now they have to fight. He tells Tenjinhan to stay out of this since he drank the elixir of immortality. And he's not gonna die, no worries. Tenjinhan refuses, so Kami Senin he sprays him with something and it like knocks him unconscious. He says to himself, it's you know, I lied about the elixir, and someone needs to survive to fight Piccolo later on. Uh, we'll have to talk about this later on. And uh, kami Senin tells Chiaotsu to stay hidden. He walks out and calls down Piccolo. Piccolo comes down, and kami points to the Berry Dragon Balls. and says he can have them if he defeats them. And Tenjin Han struggles to get up. That's chapter 145, chapter 146.
1: So in chapter 146, kami shocks Piccolo by saying that they've met before, and that his master was... Mu Taito. There you go. You got it right. Yes. So uh, he tosses out a rice cooker while Piccolo freaks out. That actually was really funny <laughs> when I saw that, because, like, it's just a rice cooker. But anyway, Tension Han still struggling, has confirmed that Senin knows and is about to use the Mafuba as Kameisenin... Mafuba. Mafuba? mafuba! mafuba? Mafuba! Mafuba! As Kameisenin starts the attack, everyone up on the ship wonders what's going on, and Piccolo finally tries to fly off, but Kameisenin unleashes the attack and catches him, swirling him down and around towards the jar, slams him down... But actually misses. Yeah, he misses. And everyone's like, oh shit. So Kami-sen tells Piccolo not to relax too much because someone will come along to defeat him and collapses dead. So Goku flinches knowing something happened in the kind of like the same thing they did with Krillin, yeah, in, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: you're starting to see a little bit of connection between him and all of his friends there.
1: There's definitely a parallel going on there. Yeah. So, But he doesn't know what He has no exactly idea. Happened. He's
0: pretty beat up still.
1: Exactly. But uh, Piccolo rejoices as Kami Sen is dead. He raises the Dragon Balls out of the ground, spits up the other two, and prepares to make his wish.
2: Alright, now we're on Chapter 147. Piccolo puts the Dragon Balls together and calls forth Shenlong. As usual, it gets all dark all over the place and then Shenlong bursts into the sky. Han psychically tells Chao to get their wish in first since uh, Shinhan himself is unable to get up and help. Shenlong demands for, you know, the wish to be spoken. Piccolo starts to speak the wish, but then Zhu bursts out and he starts yelling their wish to destroy Piccolo. But Piccolo turns around and fires a blast at Zhu before he's able to finish. Shenlong again asks for the wish, which Piccolo is now able to make uninterrupted. His youth and power are then restored. Goku and Yajirobi notice the sky is dark, so Shenlong must have been summoned after all. That's a chapter. That's a chapter. Nice. Okay, Piccolo has been granted his wish.
4: Shenlong bids his farewell, but Piccolo unleashes a giant mouth blast, killing the dragon. Body parts fall to the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whenever there's a dramatic moment
4: in my notes, I just kind of like,
0: body eh. <laughs> parts. cards. <laughs> like, how else do you describe that?
4: No, that's pretty good. Pretty <laughs> succinct. There. I think so. Nice. All right. The Dragon Balls also fall to the ground as stones. Tenshinhan falls unconscious again. Goku notices the radar no longer has a s- signal on the Dragon Balls. Wonders, sorry, what Piccolo could possibly wish for. Arrive at the bottom of Karin Tower, where Upa and Bora live. They run out and greet goku and yajirobe who is tired and hungry <laughs> piccolo says to set course for the king's castle pilaf humbly asks about their agreement piccolo tells piano to take over the controls and send the other two my and shu up piccolo tells them to get lost or die i love that <laughs> he's just like you can go now and he tosses them out Goku says Yajirobe will take him up the tower, telling him that the food is up at the top, sends it. Bora says he will help too. Pilaf and company are pathetically stuck, stuck in the ground. In I think. the ground? In the right? ground? It, yeah, they're like kind of in the ground, oh, upside okay. down a little bit. <laughs> okay.
0: So chapter 149, Goku hops on Yajirobe's back. Bora picks them up and throws them high up towards uh, the Tower of the Pole. Yajirobe grabs on, but they still can't see the top. So Piccolo and Piano arrive at the King of the World's castle. The guards try to stop them, but they kill them and continue on in. And he kind of breaks down the gate a little bit. There's a bunch of more guards by now it's nighttime and yajirobe is still climbing a large guard stops piccolo who thinks he'll fare a little better than you know all those other petty little i don't think petty's the right word. i wanted to say piddly piddly guards maybe they're petty i don't know piccolo offers him a chance to join but you know he doesn't take that he throws a punch which piccolo catches and he punches him up against the wall with his other fist demanding location of the king The guard refuses and is thusly impaled. Another guard spills the beans that the king is at the top of the western tower. Piano tells Piccolo that the king is trying to escape in an aircraft. Piccolo smirks and flies on off. Yajirobe sees the top of the tower finally, but Goku is out cold. Piccolo lands at the top of the aircraft, which is holding the king. Chapter 150, Piccolo kicks the hatch open and introduces himself. He grabs the guard by the head and picks him up and drops him off the side. Piccolo demands that the king announce his new rule over the world. The king refuses, though. Piccolo starts charging power in his right arm and tells the king to watch closely as he blows up the city below. Piccolo says he won't hesitate to continue his destruction, So the king begrudgingly agrees. Yajirobe collapses on the floor up at Karin's place, who is uh, rather impressed that they made it up there. Karin already knows what has occurred because he's been watching. He's got that kind of skill. He just kind of stares over the side and can apparently see everything. He gives Goku a senzu. Yajirobe's pretty pissed that these beans are his feast. And he scoffs down a whole bunch and he balloons up. Goku pops one, and he heals right on up. Goku wants to train with Karin again, but Karin's got absolutely nothing left to teach him, and he isn't sure that Goku could even win, and Kami ending has been killed, which Goku did not actually know. So Goku is about to run off, but Karin stops him. If Goku is prepared to die anyway, does he want to try the Super Water of the Gods? Julian, real quickly, what are the two waters that we've had?
3: Okay, so there's the Super Holy Water, and that was what Goku drank back when he was a about to fight against Tao Pai Pai. Which was fake, And basically, right? uh, Chol Seisui was the name of that. This time, it's the super god water, which is the Cho Shinsui, which I guess just means that it's maybe actually has an effect versus the other stuff which was just rainwater.
0: Right, exactly. Chapter 151, Karin describes that this drink isn't like the last one and actually brings out any hidden potential. So there you go, this one actually does something. But it's also a poison. Your body must defeat the poison for it to work. Karin couldn't even drink it himself. Fourteen have tried and none have survived. Goku decides to do it since he'll be dead going up against Piccolo anyway as he is. Karin pours him a cup. Actually, uh dips a finger in and kind of like tastes his finger a little bit and he starts gagging in pain. Goku still decides to drink it since he doesn't have years to train. He chugs it down and starts wrenching on the floor. Back on the ranch, Tenjinan is practicing the Mafuba, but he keeps missing the jar. It's almost dawn and Goku is still dealing with the poison. He suddenly emits this like real powerful energy that Karin senses, and he wakes up. And you see what? The giant monkey in the background on that? Ooh, drawing out the little Ozaru stuff here. Tenchinan finally lands the attack into the jar and is ready to fight, and at the same time, Goku gets up and is overflowing with power.
1: Chapter one fifty two Tenchinhan flies. Off in the plane and reports back to Kame House. They were unable to gather the Dragon Balls. Piccolo restored his youth. Chaosu and Kami Sen are dead, and Tension off is off to fight him. Oolong notices a TV broadcast, and uh, the king has turned over the world to Piccolo, but at the last second begs someone to take out Piccolo. So, of course, he kind of takes over. And <laughs> Piccolo walks on screen and grabs him by the neck. Yeah, pretty much just takes on over. And it's just like. There are two words that I do not like justice and peace.
0: You do a really good Piccolo Daimo.
1: Yeah, well, basically, it just sets the world in the chaos right there. He's sort of like uh, advertising anarchy to the entire world. Yes, exactly. Yeah, pretty bad. And they all said that, all law enforcement's completely banished and everyone goes into a, a tailspin.
0: <laughs> Mary, I think you like this. Lunch was like, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> I love that.
1: Goku can feel something different about himself. Karen is rather impressed, actually. And uh, Goku senses Piccolo's demonic power and is about to take off, but Karen first calls forth kintarun all right, all right.
0: First, first you did karen and then you said kintarun
1: I'm looking at your handwriting
0: it's karin in kintoun
1: kintoun yeah that's a t all right yeah, shut up <laughs> but karin first calls forth kintoun giant cloud mass so-
0: <laughs> it's okay you can make sentences out of my sentence fragments
1: definitely so Goku rips off the little cloud puff to use and offers Yajirobe a ride, but of course he refuses, and he takes off. Karen thinks Goku may actually pull this off. While that happens, Piccolo continues his broadcast of terror.
0: Chapter 153, Piccolo explains that the world is divided into 43 provinces, so we're learning a lot about the world here. Toriyama educates. He will hold a lottery every year and destroy them one by one. He welcomes any opposition by individuals, or military, whatever you got. We'll hold the first annual lottery, mm, right now. Tension Han continues to fly towards the King's Castle, oh, all this is going on. Piccolo draws number 29, which is West City, and this is where Oboma's parents are. She darts to the radio and begs Tension Han to defeat Piccolo, even if he dies in the process. They will resurrect oh. him with the Dragon Balls. Tension Han says, uh, but they're stone. Oh, and by the way, uh, Piccolo, uh, kind of murdered Shenlong, is that normal? <laughs> So, uh Which it is not. Tenshinhan arrives at the castle, and uh back at Kami House, Yamcha wants to fight as well. So Han calls out to Piccolo, who decides to stick around and kill him, because he was just going to go destroy that uh sector, but he'll stick around a bit. Goku is still racing towards him at the same time. Tenshinhan is about to go fight, but notices the rice cooker is cracked, probably from all the practicing. He's going to have to fight without the Mafuba. Piccolo is slightly impressed with Tenshinhan's uh, Jutsu, which is the, the levitation, the flying, because uh, up until this point, as far as he knows, he's the only one who can do it but he isn't even going to dignify tension han with fighting him personally he spits up another egg which hatches into drum we got three more chapters chapter 154 piccolo tells drum to finish him off quickly and goku is still racing closer this is going to be repeated very often over the course of the series tension han initiates the fight he misses all of his attacks and he gets pummeled uh bounces up and gets in a decent headbutt but it's nothing against drums power and speed Drum faces around to Tenshinhan's back and punches into his spine. Tenshinhan collapses here. Piccolo tells Drum to rip out his heart, but before he connects, Drum is sent flying... Goku has arrived. Goku is back to everyone's surprise, uh, largely unimpressed with the situation. Drum goes to attack Goku at Piccolo's request, but Goku kicks him in the face as he's rushing in. Like, that's all that happens in this chapter. There's so much good action in there. Chapter 155, Drum collapses from the one kick to everyone's shock. Goku and Piccolo banter a bit with each other. Bulma, Yamcha, and everyone, they're flying off. The animals, that's what I call uh, poor Oolong, the animals, they are off to get the dead bodies, because that's pretty much all they're good for here. The others are to head towards piccolo and lunch sneezes back to normal unfortunately here piccolo is very nonchalant about the situation says goku will die in five seconds we'll talk about this momentarily two hard swipes are completely stopped goku counters the second by tossing him into a building piccolo gets up from the rubble rather upset he flies in and tries the same two blast succession that he used against Goku originally, tries this again. Goku dodges the first, and he takes the second, like, completely head on, but he swings right back around and lands on the ground in front of Piccolo. It's the last chapter of the volume, chapter 156. Piccolo is rather stunned, and Goku prepares to attack. He rushes in so fast that no one could see him, Tension Hunt included, and uh, smashes Piccolo into piano. Piccolo gets up and tries to attack, but only lands one measly kick, which Goku recovers from and returns. Piccolo strains himself out and starts laughing. Goku tells him to fight at full power. Uh, and Piccolo's like, well, this will shorten my life a little bit to do so. But he does it anyways. He powers up. And now Goku decides he will also fight at full power. Piccolo barely swipes his hand and an enormous power wave. Seems like wind or something. It was smashing towards Goku. Tension on Goku look rather concerned at this point. And that's the end of the volume. Chapter 156. Julian. Yes. Five seconds. What's up here?
3: Oh, so he grew an extra finger. As we find out later on, Namekians only really have four fingers on each hand. Right. So... So for one fact, panel... Yeah, that he has five fingers all of a sudden. And Toriyama actually comments on this. He says, he grew a finger. Yes, <laughs>
0: Because
3: he's aware of this. He in the TV version, it, though, because, they had
0: five fingers, right?
3: Uh, a TV version, he did, anyway. But in the manga, he points it out because it's right. like, um, I needed five fingers, so I drew an extra one, basically. <laughs> right.
0: Well, uh, now that we have that joke out of the way, let's uh, go around. Jeff, I'm going to start with you first. I'm going to start with one of your predictions from last time we did this. You said, well, next volume, we're going to find out if Piccolo gets his wish.
1: I didn't think I was going to be as right as I thought I was.
0: (laughs) And he got his wish. And he actually got his wish.
1: Well, you know, he got his wish and then some. He got his wish and then made sure that no other wishes could be made. What did you think about that? not predict that at all. I could totally not even see that ever happening. I didn't think he could kill the dragon.
0: That was huge to me the first time I saw that. Yeah. It like, never oh my occurs God. to you. Oh, you can murder the dragon? Right,
1: never never occurred to me. Nice. They come out of balls. I mean, doesn't that like, lead to <laughs> yeah, some right. sort of mysticism that you can't be killed? No, apparently not.
0: What else did you think about this volume? Um, it seemed like all of us collectively... We didn't dislike the last volume, but it kind of put us in a weird mood. Yeah, And it definitely like, we did. couldn't put our finger on it.
1: Well, it was a transitional thing, I think, because, uh, that whole naivete of the original volumes are, it, that's just not here at all. Right, like, it's there's gone. no cutesy humor left. It's right. like, it's all, like, all the Dr. Slump stuff I was saying was like, mm-hmm there once in the last volume is now just not there at all right so it's like completely a whole new attitude given to the story and I think um, this is where I start seeing the same kind of seriousness showing up in later parts of what i've seen uh-huh. on the of the tv show anyway i don't know it's just kind of it's like the last one was that weird transitional phase this is where they're actually settling in this mm-hmm. new attitude and it's actually really really dramatic right and i was thinking throughout the whole volume as i was reading it like you know lightning speed i was thinking like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit right, oh flip, shit
0: flip flip flip
1: like things aren't getting any better mm-hmm. as the pages go on okay Goku's stronger but piccolo now has taken over the world and just blew up a city in like two seconds right so that does exactly show very much hope. I mean, he got his wish, so it's, like, negating exactly what Goku just went through.
0: Going along with things you're familiar with, Toriyama actually, and it's kind of sad that he reused almost the exact same storyline, Mary, there's another villain who happens to be green and goes to a TV studio and announces his reign over the world. Yes. What did you think about that?
2: Um... Well, I actually saw that first. You saw so Cell I, first, right. Yeah, I didn't make any comparison. So it was novel, and then. to be honest, like I, it didn't really hit me, obviously. Like, oh, this is very similar to Cell. I mean, maybe it was in the back of my head, but it wasn't, like, bugging me. Uh-huh. Because I just, I guess I didn't make a, a connection What was enough. different
0: about it, then, that didn't tip you off right away?
2: Um, Piccolo, like, even though he's not as strong as Cell, he seems a lot more evil than Cell. Uh-huh. So just the fact that he is more willing to just not give a crap about anything, like... like... Like, it makes the situation more dire than when Cell did it. Even though he was dangerous and stuff, I mean, Cell was kind of charismatic and cool, and it was like, oh, he can blow up a city, that's fine, he's he's cool. With Piccolo, it's like, oh no, that bastard!
1: (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. Well, there was no... Think of like there's there was no king of the world when Cell came around, right? I mean, he just sort of well,
0: no, he was still there. He just Cell didn't really care about that I kind think of stuff. I, I think I it's different it. this
2: time around because we're finally getting a scope of the world. Yeah. We're seeing the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: The king doesn't make an appearance in the Cell arc, but he doesn't really do anything other than opine that he wishes. Goku was around.
0: Because he actually knows who he is. Right. Well, I'm going to ignore the usual people. Megan, let's talk about Tenshinhan himself. Because he actually does quite a bit in this volume. He's, he's almost taken upon everything on himself. Like, he's decided he's got to do everything. So, compared to what we saw in the 22nd Tenka Ichipodokai, he's evolved quite a bit. So, as a fan of him, he, he's kind of spotlighted a bit in this volume. So, how does how does he seem now?
4: Well, I mean, definitely, he's definitely different um it's kind of strange with me because i saw dragon ball z first right so to learn that he was evil and then uh-huh. ev- evolved into like this nice guy um kind of threw me for a loop at first but now i mean like i know the character better and just his world was so small when i guess when he was being trained by a uh, suru senin and Just to, when he met Goku, the whole thing, he was like, oh, the world is actually a lot bigger than I thought, and there are a whole bunch of strong guys, and... That's a great way to describe it.
0: I never actually thought about it from that angle, where once he met other people, other than his little clique, because we even had that with Goku, once... He saw a little bit more of the world. He's still a dumb hick, but he's got a little bit better of a scope of the world. And I guess the same thing rang true attention Han here.
4: And I kind of wanted to know, going back to the beginning of the volume, or more towards the beginning of the volume, when uh, Chaozoo dies, and uh-huh. I've never seen the anime. Okay. You were talking, when you were talking about the last uh, volume two weeks ago, you said how mm-hmm. Kuririn's death was different in the anime yes is it different for chaozu as well i didn't
0: or? remember anything julian do you remember anything offhand
3: in the anime yeah oh Jesus, it's, it's been a while, been a while since, since i've seen I've that. Seen it. yeah um, but, I, mean, I can't remember anything offhand maybe I that there says might something, have been then. a difference in the level of violence but right right i don't remember
0: as if i remember could in so much i guess so distinctly i i don't remember it being any different i mean i I guess I could have watched it. When same. I was
2: reading the manga, I actually didn't know he died until many chapters later. Yeah. I thought he was just hit, and then finally they were like, I guess, oh, he's dead. And I I'm guess like, that's
0: what you could say. Because I figured the TV Shinhan
2: would react a lot strongly, stronger. Yeah. Bleh, but he was just kind of like, oh. Well he couldn't move. He was
1: Oh, that's (laughs) great.
4: So I figured he he,
2: couldn't really react (laughs) at
4: all. The the strain was definitely there. You could see like the vein like popping out of his head and there's no
1: hand outreach chokes.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we'll save that for Z. (laughs) Like there was (laughs) later on in the series.
4: Right, exactly. And that's why I mean, I was just... It's, interest, it's interesting their relationship is at this point compared to later right. on when...
0: Maybe Toriyama decided later on, oh, I should give them some more of a connection. So someone cares that the white dude died. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and even in the anime, which I think did a wonderful job with that particular scene that uh-huh. comes up later on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's the same you know like when you played the Kududdin uh-huh. death clip I was I had the chills like, it yeah, was yeah. just I was wow it was, and I don't
0: know you, I'm I mean, assuming you're talking about the, the Napa scene and that, I that, wasn't sure if I could that that whole it. that that's fine Okay, I don't care what Jeff <laughs> I'm sure I, can, I, don't,
4: I don't know what?
0: spoilers what, what was really ruined about that scene for the initial dub of the series over here right. in the US oh the
2: flashbacks they so just cut out the
0: flashback out. entirely
4: yeah. <laughs> yep and then and they they piece yeah <laughs> like, exactly. it's
0: really significant over yep. in the Japanese version. They're just like, eh, cowboy, whatever.
2: <laughs> exactly. free, <laughs>
0: cowboy. <laughs> so, all right. Jeff, let me take it back over to you again. I always like to talk about pacing of the series... Mm. you You said you were flipping through this like there was no tomorrow
1: yep why I think because uh, it was I I don't know there wasn't really anything to provide an obstacle you know it was like things were just happening the way that I guess you could say you were almost expecting it to there wasn't Mm -hmm. much unexpected things happening in this volume
0: other than Shenlong being murdered
1: exactly like that (laughs) that threw me for a loop for like a good 10 minutes but then the other 50 I was flipping through you know Uh but uh, it really wasn't too much like uh, you know you're hit over the head with anything there's like multiple stories Storylines and each storyline has its own, like, two pages, maybe, like, even less than that Uh for each one. And so, you know, you're just reading through these separate stories the whole time uh, throughout the manga, and it just sort of flips by really quickly. I mean, even when they do, like, the, um, the, "Quote unquote poison." Mm-hmm. That wasn't even that. I actually want to point. talk about
0: that because that's significantly expanded upon in the TV version.
2: It's kind of a problem I had with the anime of of this these episodes. Yeah, it was like it was way longer than it needed to be.
0: Yeah, like Yajirobe was really involved, and they were going down into. I think they went into the a cave or something. The some jug, the cave thing. or something, and they were dealing with stuff down there. And there were some like phantom fights. It took way too long, Jeff. I don't know if you would have really enjoyed those episodes no, at
2: all. No, I didn't enjoy it. We were like, come on, let's get going From here. the sound
1: of it? No, I would have hated that, yeah. especially if reading the manga and figuring that there's like... Yeah, they
2: get it done quickly. Right. Yeah. like, drink, you know, kind of ride around on the floor well, for a little we, bit. We saw it went
0: from day to night, so some time passed. Julian, I'm going to take it over to you now because, you know, I can't see you, but I know you have thoughts because you project them into my ears. It's been a while since you've probably seen and read this, but I know you've got a thing for some of these characters and especially later on some more interactions between them um how how are all the characters feeling to you at this point in the series
3: i find that really the characters in this one are developing a fairly significant amount for one thing you have goku who's really transitioned from his fighting for the sake of his own kind of personal goals like getting back his grandpa's dragon ball to really transitioning into you know saving other people and stuff i mean for one thing he's still kind of in the mindset of getting revenge for his best friend, but also he's starting to realize the enormity of the situation that he's in, it seems like. Yeah, definitely. And really transitioning into the sort of hero mode that you see later on, and um, Shinhan, of course, has really completed his transition into a good guy, um, willingly sacrificing himself in order to try and take out Piccolo, even though he's not successful. How about other characters?
0: Uh, I mean, Goku and Tenshinhan are kind of like the, the central focuses. What about Piccolo uh, as a villain at this point in the series?
3: Um, He's definitely the most evil that they've encountered Agreed. so far. Yeah. Probably the most pure evil. I think a lot of the other villains in the series up to this point are really motivated out of personal greed. And I guess Piccolo, in some ways, is the same way. Yeah, but he's more evil. He has no qualms about, you know, dispatching with the people who are even the ones who are under him, even if he doesn't kill them outright. Right. And so, what you really have is a situation where, I mean, Piccolo succeeds where all the others fail. So Goku's in even more a desperate situation than other times. And. I mean, aside from that, nobody else kills the dragon.
0: No, that's pretty significant. Mary, I want to hear what you think about some of the characters.
2: Well, actually the one character that kinda struck me the most this morning was Kame Sennin. Uh-huh. When um he sacrifices his Oh, I wanted to
0: talk about that, the the elixir, the immortality. Yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding.
2: I must be a bad fan because I always thought he did drink that and he was immortal. Well, I, he I to, was thought always he was there. immortal or something. I totally forgot that he dies. So yeah, of course. I mean, he didn't drink any elixir. But he's just so noble in this volume and he's really coming into, you know, this kind of wise old man type of character instead of the wacky old pervert. There was yeah. none of that. Yeah. This volume. So it was kind of like, he's Chucky, Chucky Chun, just only kame sent <laughs>
1: Gotcha.
0: Anyone else? Is there any other particular things that you want to mention, Jeff? You seem like you have a thought.
1: Two things, okay. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. but the first thing, and I actually want to really hear Megan's opinion on this because uh, I actually am not much of a tension hunt fan just yet. Okay. And I'm having. a Do you little see bit, yourself
0: being one eventually?
1: I don't. Well, certainly by the time it gets to Cell Saga, I I really think he's like th- that. Of course, I first you'll saw like him by then. By then, I'm like okay. I'm pretty sure. But like for right now, it, I'm just sort of maybe I'm missing something. I uh-huh. mean, if anyone wants to fill me in on this, but like I kind of feel that his transition from bad to good has just been way too convenient. Yeah. Or like, I mean, granted, it takes this huge, you know, big event for him to sort of just start helping out all of a sudden, because it doesn't matter what side he's on. There's something better than him. And so he needs to be on one side, basically. Right. But I just think that, like, this might even lead to one of my predictions. Like, I don't feel that he's going to stay good. Like, it just something doesn't feel right about how he's dealing with the situation right now because mm-hmm. he's, you know, fully cooperating with Kami Sen and even though he said, I want to go and do my own thing.
0: And he doesn't trust him because he was the one who said, oh, wait a minute, you bastard, you actually do know the Mafuba.
1: Right. So, I mean, I, I mean, Tenjin Han is an excellent character, but I think that his attitudes are just the way that he's written. I don't think it's done very very convincingly. Okay. So, again, this could change in the future, but I'm kind of curious to see if I'm missing something about this or, or is that pretty on target with what's going on right now?
2: I kind of felt that way too, but I didn't mind it because I feel like, you know, I know him as a hero. So I'm like, okay, hurry up and become a good guy already. I don't know. I'm probably reading into it too much, but maybe he just was so willing to switch over because his experience with Sudu Senin was just so bad. He was like, oh, I want to be good for a change, even though he was kind of hesitant at first. He was like, oh, there's something good about this good guy stuff.
0: Responses in defense of Tension Han. Yes.
2: Oh.
4: Okay. Um, same as Mary. I knew him first as a hero, and then to see him go 180 from. Bad to good, I guess. Like learning that he was bad was definitely strange to me because I didn't know a lot of his backstory, and I didn't really want to read too much into it. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, he was kind of, you know, used as a tool of revenge. You know, just simply a tool of revenge, right? By his masters. So once
0: he realized that he could be more than that, did everything just kind of click in his head? Do you think?
4: I think that. And, I mean, I think it's also kind of Chowzu's influence being kind of innocent and uh, childlike as he is, kind of. And I always thought that he sort of redeemed Han as kind of not a wholly evil
1: person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: You know, as I was reading it, I think I was thinking that in the back of my head, Jeff, the whole, wait a minute, just bad to evil, but... It never fully came to my mind. Like, there's something wrong here. Like, I noticed it, but I wasn't sure what I noticed. Right. And I guess that describes it best. Yeah,
1: so for right now, my opinion of it is not incredibly high, of course, but I think uh-huh. that um, I, I want to see what he does in the future just to sort of either redeem himself or completely throw the path off. I mean, really, he has a good, I'll use the term, seat of power. Uh-huh. You know, like, he for right now, he, he is a challenge to Piccolo. He's not much of a challenge, but he is a challenge. He's in the now. way. Now he knows the Mafuba, so he could actually do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely has potential, but um, I'm not really sure what that is yet. So okay. I guess I'm going to have to wait until the next volumes, of course, to see what actually happens. But for right now, I'm still kind of like on the iffy phase with him.
0: How much do you remember about him over the rest of the course of the series? With Cell Saga, I remember him standing on the cliff going, Oh! <gasps> Okay. <laughs> Him and everyone else. Okay, pretty much. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Julian, how about you? you get any other thoughts on the characters, motivations, or the flow, or the story in general at this point?
3: It seems like the series is moving on at a fairly good clip right now. You get just this all of this bad stuff that's happening, and it doesn't seem to really get any better for a prolonged period of time. And you really feel like it's building towards something, which is not always something that's readily apparent with the pace of the series at some points. So it's nice
1: to have. Really look forward to the next volume.
3: Jeff, it looks like you have another thought.
1: I do. Just real quick, actually. I wanted to see what you guys thought. Um, Just in general, when I'm flipping through the manga, especially like from the past couple minutes, Uh uh, we never really talk about the art style all that much.
0: You know, that's very true. You want to disagree about stuff? I don't have any (laughs) thoughts. I'll just disagree with you. Okay, yeah,
1: whatever it is. Well, I I see that some of them were supposed to be like in color. I think that's why they have like the the dark gray. Yeah, they were there in in color
0: back in the week of the jump.
1: Yeah, but it definitely looks like, especially the last chapter, uh, all the lines are incredibly thick and dark, whereas like the same kind of style in earlier chapters, it didn't seem so highly contrasted. Like well, Toriyama was sick
2: during some of those chapters, right? He wrote a little thing like, I yeah. am sick, but I'm still drawing. You know Maybe he tell. had some trouble.
1: I could <laughs> tell because um, for you guys reading the Viz one, uh, on page 85, there's this uh, explosion. And I've seen him draw explosions before. That's not his usual explosion. Like, there's some really thick lines. It looks like it takes you two seconds to draw That's that. eventually
2: be- going to become his style for explosions, I think.
1: Really? Because it looks like he was sick through that. Because every time he saw <laughs> something before, it was like, you know, lines all over the place. This thing is like mm-hmm. ink blot. Yeah, very true. So but I, I really actually I think it's one of the things that, that keeps me interested in the series is the whole art style part. Oh, of it.
0: it evolves like crazy. Yeah. One thing I did notice a lot of in this volume there's a lot of uh, badass panels, I yes. guess is the way to yes. describe it, yep. where someone's just like, no dialogue, just like looking into the camera kind of poses.
2: I like tension on taking off his shirt. I'm sure. I
4: need to get I that out I do too.
2: There. Wow.
3: Wow. 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 I never Who would have
2: that? imagined. He does it quite
4: frequently, too. I enjoy I that.
0: <laughs> like He's always shirtless from here on out.
3: It's true. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, there's an awful lot of times in Dragon Ball Z where characters get their shirts ripped, so they just sort of remove them
0: and they conveniently forget to ever put a shirt back on man (laughs) yeah i know jeff let's go with predictions from you then oh god (laughs) where do you think the series is gonna go from here
1: this gets harder every time next
0: volume what do you think's happening so at this point goku and piccolo are ready to get it on here
1: Yep. So, um, what's going to happen? Well,
0: well, we also can't count out tension
1: Right. He's standing there, too. That's exactly what I wanted to bring up. I think tension. Han's. Uh, Tenshin
0: uh, <laughs>
1: I think tension Han's actually going to have a much bigger part in this fight. I don't know. Because he, he learned the Mafuba. I think that really does say something. Uh, and Goku has no clue, probably, what that is at this point. No. Um, so, I mean, Goku's probably going to be able to take the majority of the work. And I think there's probably going to be, like, this great teamwork moment where it's just like, look, Goku, you hold him off, I'll do the Mafuba, we'll get him, you know, something, somehow, whatever. But I mean, like, that's probably the only thing I could see of that, especially because, well, there's really nothing else I could even think of happening at that moment.
0: We're up to the big fight between the protagonist and the
1: villain, so... Something's going to happen. One either wins or loses. It's kind of hard to say which one. Wow,
0: Jeff. (laughs) Prophetic as always. Someone is going to win and someone is going to lose. Thank you. (laughs) Well, what do you think?
1: Well. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? All right. I say Piccolo's already won one. I say he loses.
0: Okay. Split the difference. I One think win so. each.
1: Well, I was right about him last time. I think I've got a good groove going. I think he's going to lose next time.
0: All right. Anyone else have any closing thoughts on the volume? Um, I think we covered everything I wanted to.
4: I just have a quick question about sure. the Mafuba. Yes. Um, kills you when you use it wrong? Or, or at this, all. If you, this
0: always oh, bugs okay. me because we see Mutaito. How is he practicing
2: it then. We see Mutaito. Yeah, do, that's, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly. The, exactly.
4: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Maybe
3: it kills he's not... you because it takes so much energy out of you. But which, uh, only if you have a person to.
0: trapped in it? Yeah, exactly. Because he's practicing. He's like, uh, uh, I missed. <laughs> Let's try it again. Uh, well, but but it takes your life energy to do it. So I guess just trapping some kind of villain in it
4: it like swaps
0: their energy yeah, yeah exactly uh, maybe Toriyama didn't really think that far ahead
2: <laughs> I would be like, surprised wait I
0: need them to practice he can't just spontaneously learn it so yes that always irritated me too and I'm glad you reminded me Jeff
1: is laughing at something what is Mary doing a top five panels yes alright I'm not going to say anything okay
2: I haven't picked yet so I'm open to suggestions
1: you're dead fool <laughs>
0: <laughs> fool I think that is uh, wrapping up the volume anyone else Julian, Mary, Jeff.
2: A lot better than the last volume, okay. I
0: think.
1: Agreed.
2: Final
0: thoughts on the I'm volume. I'm looking forward to the next one.
2: Yes, I want Me to read it now.
0: Yep. Oh, the- <laughs> Your final thoughts, Megan. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm super psyched. I love this part of the series so much. And Jeff, I think you're starting to see why I love this part of the series so much. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Sweet. I liked um, the last story arc better.
0: Red Ribbon? No. Oh, Baba. <gasps> no. No. <laughs>
2: Okay. Yes. Wow. Where have uh, I been? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Half this run of the series. The red last story. Is that what we
2: talking about last?
0: <laughs> uh, we'll see what?
2: what happens. Maybe like the cumulative volumes comprising of this arc will make me like it better than the last. Nice. But so far, I like the Tenkaichi Budokai Kai a little bit better. Interesting. Just because I like the shift in tension. Hans going from bad to good.
4: I have a random question. Okay. Would Yajirobe fall through the we never
0: I think know. He, I think he would.
4: I can't remember if he's, he's ever tried. glutton.
2: Okay. D- yes yeah, yeah, I, I agree, agree with that. And he's a, he's a coward who runs away. Oh.
0: Yes, exactly. So,
2: I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird, actually, that Toriyama didn't, didn't draw that. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they would do the obligatory, oh, he's not going to be able to sit on the cloud. Because he's
0: also very cocky at times, too. Mm-hmm. So you think he'd try and fall through. But then he would fall all the way down to the bottom because Kintone was, you know, off the
1: side. But I think it's even better that he just leaves him there. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're not going down. You just stay up there. True enough.
2: And that's going to be an interesting occurrence from here on out.
1: What? yeah being yeah, card? Okay, I have another prediction. Okay. <laughs> he gets down and he yells at Goku for leaving him there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. That wraps up Volume 13 of the manga. We will be back next month with Volume 14. So hop over to the forum and let us know what you thought about this volume in particular. And Mary, we'll take it over to you in your top five list. Mary, it's a day later, but we're here to do your top five list.
2: Yes, welcome to the top five list of the Manga Review of Awesomeness for volume thirteen. That's correct. So we did the whole thing yesterday. Whole
0: show is edited after plug this back in. Good times. Take it away with number five.
2: You know, by yesterday you mean Friday.
0: Uh, I have no idea what day it is. yes. <laughs>
2: All right, number five, I picked um, Piccolo. These are my notes. Piccolo freaks the fuck out on page 24 at the prospect of seeing the rice cooker. Ah, good stuff. It pops out, and he has this look of fear on his face like we've never seen him before. Very nice. Anything
0: else to add about that one?
2: Just that we really see how terrified he is of this attack. And at this point, we've seen him you know, a little bit nervous and stuff, but his facial expression on this one was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Good impression. All right, how about number four? Number four is very morbid, and it's on page 53 if you're going by the Viz manga. It is uh, Dismembered Shenlong. Oh, I love it. His poor arm. Oh, his little stubby dragon arm is on the floor. Which particular one
0: is this? Is it an arm, or is it like the big shot? It's an arm. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, because when he gets zapped
2: as just a body, he's just kind of like, zappy, zap, zap, but this is just an arm, and it's gross. Cool.
0: How about number three?
2: Number three is the funny panel that Toriyama himself acknowledges on page 150 he will die what in is. five seconds, and there's the extra finger. Yes, and it's just too funny to leave out. Absolutely, and he indeed has the five fingers cool. just to make a joke. So,
0: and it's uh, number three though, even though it's number five.
2: Huh. Ching. Uh, number two. Number two was also fairly gross, and I remember when I read this, I was kind of taken aback by how gross it was. It was on page one forty nine where Goku's finding drum, and he hits him so hard in the head that his eyes come out of his socket, and his yeah, head kind of explodes yeah. a little bit, and no it's exactly really nasty. Yeah, it's like oh. Oh man, so we're really kind of getting into the gruesome fighting here. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. It's like, ew, because Goku's still pretty young at this point, and he's mm-hmm. relentless. Yep. Maybe it helps that he's a demon monster, so he's not holding back. True.
0: All right, so if that was five, four, three, two, you got number one left. What yep. is it?
2: And this one is just a few pages earlier from the one I just described. This one's on page one forty-six, and it's a another full-page shot. I tend to like these. Yeah, you it's do. Goku looking so badass.
0: I know exactly the shot. It's like
2: a full page, and. Yep. It's just an inkling of what we'll see Goku looking like when he's older. And I think he arrives on the scene looking
0: exactly badass. the shot I was talking about when we were doing the whole review. Yes, where I'm like Toriyama's is starting to do these really badass looking at the camera panels.
2: I'm a sucker for them, and I love this one in particular.
0: Totally. So that was awesome. That was your top five. Mm-hmm. We're having scanner problems, so we'll see if we can get these scanned and up on the site. I hope so.
2: Oh my gosh! I'll eventually, try. they'll
0: be there. So, uh, thank you, Mary. You're welcome. We'll see you in the future with more top fives. Hopefully. Hopefully, we can get into the swing of them. If Julian's gonna do a section again, maybe we can get you doing yours on a regular basis, or at least semi-regular basis. That cool. would sure be nice. I like it. So, I guess with the top five done, we take it on over to the releases. So releases for February. I didn't do enough research on this, but I can't find a whole lot coming out. I think it's just the Dragon the Ball one. GT R2s, but we'll be done with them after this week. Oh, yay. So this is going to be Volumes 1 and 2 coming out in Japan. They are getting the single releases of Dragon Ball GT. This will be Episodes 1 through 6 and 7 through 12. They retail for 3,990 yen up-hop. get them on Amazon Japan, CD Japan, etc. And then we'll start getting more DVDs every month. And then March we get CDs... April, we got CDs, and um, I guess we'll have video games later in the year, too. So that's it for releases. Let's do an email. Jeff. I'm going to have you read one email. Okay. Because we've talked for a while. Yes. And uh, we'll do this one email. Then
1: I'll talk about other emails, though. So read the one email we have. Sweet. All right. This email is from Anthony. And Anthony writes, Dear Daisenshu Hi, I am Anthony C underscore 92. I have been hearing a lot about the live action movie. It's going to come out real Boop. As far as I'm concerned, do you know where I can get the Dragon Boxes set? You really caught my attention. I really like the original stuff, like the Broly movies. My favorite movie is the remastered box set season one. Please post on the podcast. Thank you! Exclamation point underscore exclamation
0: point. So, you want to buy a Dragon Box set, huh? Good fucking luck at this point. Very difficult. They were pre-order only items, so if you wanted it, you pretty much had to pre-order it before they came out. But all hope is not lost. There are things like eBay out there that you can try. Today, I looked on eBay. I did not see any listings for any Dragon Box sets, but they do pop up from time to time. If you are interested in another service, try Yahoo Japan Auctions. I looked today, and there were several Dragon Box movie sets on there, and they weren't too outrageous of a price. I think they were under $300, which isn't too shabby. Now, the deal with Yahoo Japan Auctions is that you can't actually, in the U.S. and I guess outside of Japan, use them directly. There is a service that you can use that is kind of like a proxy. They'll bid on your behalf. You send them money, they get the project, and then they ship it to you. Julian, tell me about it. Yeah, about what? Is it Selga?
3: guess i'm not sure
2: have you ever used the memory i think you actually used i it did but not that of. one no it was another i totally though. forgot what it was called it was about four years ago thank mm-hmm. yes thank yes. yeah. that's
4: it
0: Okay, so there's actually others out there that'll do it for you too. Mm -hmm. So we can link to a couple of these places. And it worked out pretty well.
2: I mean, I got my product. Mm -hmm. It was just, um, there was a pretty hefty charge. Well,
0: that's the thing, because they're taking care of the shipping within Japan and then outside of Japan. And I mean, if you really want it, though, I mean, you'll pay for it. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I want to talk about other emails, and perhaps we can start this up maybe next episode. Julian, the general consensus is that you're starting up DBZ ABCs again using the japanese alphabet okay i can't even begin to describe how like universal of a decision all of the listeners have come to on this aspect okay so you need to think about starting up dbz abc's once again
2: ah uh?
3: ah <laughs> uh. <laughs> well yeah, either ah uh, starting with ah uh or starting with e depending on which order you want to go in true enough
0: well think about it- that for the next episode, and we'll uh, go on from there. We can have your bumper music back in. It'll be really exciting. Um And for the couple of people that didn't specifically say DBZ ABCs, they wanted you to do some kind of uh, Japanese lesson, like something relating to the series. But I see you doing that with the Japanese ABCs anyways, probably, depending on what you choose. So I think it'll all work out in the end. Okay. He's in agreement, and so I am glad. That's going to be it for the emails. Mary, you're going to send me an email, and you're going to send it to.
2: Oh, I am. Yeah. Yeah, well if I were to send an email, I would send it to podcast at dyz.com. That is spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D A I Z E X dot com.
0: That's the emails. I guess it's time to give shit away. So it's been ten years of dizen ex Andrew, do you know I've been running my website for ten years? Yes. How do you feel about this? Get a life. <laughs> Okay. I mean, oh, awesome, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's the answer I'm looking for. So we are celebrating by giving away stuff to you for free. We are giving away a poster. This poster came with the two-CD set Legend of Dragon World almost exactly two years ago at this point. I received two posters. I really only need one of them. So we're going to give one away. I think this is the largest number of entries we've ever gotten to a contest. Of course, I plugged it many, many days in a row on the website, so, you know, that contributed to it. But uh, this should be rather exciting. So what we're going to do is a random drawing using random.org to produce a random integer, and we will count through the emails to see who that person is. So are we ready? Someone's going to give me a drum roll. Drum Thank you. The number is 67. We have a winner indeed. And the winner is Master K. Yes, that's the person's name. Would you like me to read the email from Master K? Yay! Awesome. I'm known throughout the land, well, throughout the WAN, as Master K. I'm pretty sure I've emailed in the past regarding background music for the series. I happen to be listening to your previous podcast, and I figured it couldn't hurt to enter since you have such an amazing poster, well, from the picture I see anyways. I hope by writing this email paragraph I'm not voiding my chance of winning since I'm just not a fan of sending a blank email. And Master K concludes with, Support the DBZ English Dub Season Sets. It may not be the best, but it's ours. LaMau. LaMau. Yeah. LaMau. So, Master K, you are the winner, and you get the uh, Legend of Dragon World poster. Ooh. Nice. I will email you. You may already have the email telling you that you've won, and uh, you're going to get a poster. Awesome. We have lots of more stuff, Mary. So let's do a contest pretty soon in okay. the future. Wow. Yeah,
3: we've
2: we have got, old boxes of stuff. we got DVDs. Wow. And- I moved the box. It's in a closet you may already
3: be a winner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All you need to do is send $20 to cover the shipping. So that's it. That's going to wrap up the episode, I think think. We will be back next week with another episode. Julian, will you be back with us next week? I think so. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe we can figure out the audio situation again and I don't know what's going on. It's always a mystery. Each and every week. Every week. One of these days I'll figure out how to set things up and I'll know exactly what to do. Until then it'll be an extravaganza every week. So uh, let's say goodbye to everyone. I had a good time. Let's say goodbye to Megan first because you were the special, special guest of the episode. Plug away.
4: What exactly? am I plugging um your site oh okay that one alright the abandoned um,
0: one because huh? it's not as abandoned as the temple of drunks
2: Oh. shut up oh no but we Mary, love temple like of drunks it's like a
0: running gag
2: now I know I keep it going. well I'm the gonna spite you, you and I'll ni- update it you initiated it I got this 2007 drunks calendar from Maggie sitting Mary, there Mary this isn't it's... about
0: you no it's not it's It it's 2008 hold on. hold on we'll come to it. I know I
4: don't want to see that thing <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways. Yes. All right. My website is uh threesicharm.com, which is spelled t h r e e s t h e c h a r m.com. Fantastic. Is that good? Yes, that's perfect. All right. And you're occasionally on our forum? I am. And my forum name is Kinoko. Nice. Yes.
0: Fantastic. So, it means mushroom. We'll see you there.
4: Yes, nice. you shall.
0: Let's, uh, get rid of Jeff. Bye. Wanna play some res? Yes. <laughs> I know you do. Andrew, you wanna play some res? Thumbs
1: up. Good. We need to do so. What? I actually might have something to plug.
2: No way. <laughs> because you hijacked, um, your. Other podcast?
1: Only if you're going to Otakon.
2: Oh.
0: I see. Oh. Wait, this isn't podcast related. Unfortunately,
1: uh. no. Ah, oh, tell us. All right. Well, hopefully if I do this right and I get free hotel room out of this, uh, you're going to see uh, an interesting intro movie to the uh, AMV contest this year at Otakon.
0: You're not making a video. Oh. Last year, we made a video together.
1: Yes, we did.
0: In the contest. Right. You will be making the intro to the contest. Yes, this year.
1: I'll be doing the contest intro. So, if you've seen the 2005 AUSA contest intro, you know you're going to have to feel a little bit of fright. I'm looking wow. forward to it. It'll be awesome. You know, uh, we'll Is probably... it going
3: be like Daikon 4 level?
1: <laughs>
0: oh! Gonna give it away! <laughs>
3: Oh well, you're not you're not actually making having Gynax make this, are you? Don't give it away. No, um.
0: <laughs> Jeff is Gynax, Julian, don't you know this?
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, come on. on. By now,
2: <laughs> the bunny ears.
1: Totally. Bunny ears.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. So, will we be hearing your cursing and rages of fit from over here come like early May?
1: Um, rages yeah, of fit. Yeah, definitely. As yes, <laughs> rages of fit. <laughs> rages of
0: fit. Yep. I said it in that order for a reason. To see who would say anything. And There's course, yeah, yeah nice
1: cover-up. Definitely. <laughs> Well, there's going to be so much After Effects in this, I'm actually going to be coming here to ask Mary for AE.
2: No!
1: <laughs> I'm going to get amnesia during the middle Please. of this Please.
2: I haven't touched After Effects since, I don't know, my EWA video. You mentioned
0: After Effects, and Mary immediately goes like, "Oh, oh
2: Jesus it. Christ!" Just because I don't have any solid
1: ideas for this year. Yes, <gasps> but that's uh, that's my only bit of news. That'll be a lot of fun stuff and cursing.
0: Nice. Oh boy, Mary, we're back to you.
2: All right, Temple of Trunks. Yeah, the abandoned site. We're
0: into 2008. You're coming up on your 10-year anniversary yeah. about a month from now.
2: Once March hits. Nice. Yeep. I actually have to dig up proof for that. I'm pretty sure that is the case. I lost a lot of updates. It's hard to remember. It is really hard to remember. I proved to
0: myself that it actually was January 98 that I started. I think I can prove to myself it was March,
2: but it's more effort that I'm willing to put in. It puts
0: my mind at ease knowing that I didn't make that up.
2: Okay, good. Maybe I feel that way too. Like, I wouldn't pull that date out of my ass. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, you can find the site at... Tempelotrunks.com. That's T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S.com. Great. So
0: I guess that's it. Julian, you get to plug Dazenchu
3: And that can be found at HTTP colon slash slash www, full stop, D-A-I-Z-E-X. Full stop. C-O-M. <laughs> what? Thank you.
2: No. We, we like you, the full stop.
0: We, we love your full stop. Okay. No, seriously, it cracks okay. us up. I like it, <laughs> Julian. What can we look forward to on the site from you?
3: Uh, we can look forward to song translations that I'm working on, as well as a few other random odds and ends.
0: You know, so, you're at uh, this point, you're going to be a video game song
3: behind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. I'm working on it. It'll be nice to actually have the lyrics in front of me when that's very true comes out because ah, I am going to be picking yes. it up.
0: Yeah. No room for error then. Exactly. So we'll Good definitely stuff. have them. We can promise them when that CD comes out. Yes. I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that. Good deal. So I guess that's it. We'll be back next week with an episode. I don't know who will be here next week, but it'll be fun times nonetheless. And uh I guess that's it. So let's say goodbye to everyone here. Andrew looks thoroughly enthralled in his own thoughts. Later, man. <laughs> Bye. Joy, you are thoroughly enthralled with your own work too. Can I see it? Ooh, nice nice, nice. Very, very nice let's oh, say goodbye good. to Jeff like, so I kind of cracked there i kind of going to puberty again hi yeah. Jeff it means rock band <laughs> yeah right last thing I need to do is sing right now <laughs> Say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Merry goodbye. See ya. Bye, everyone. Dai EX. Julian, you already said it. So uh, yep. for all you guys, I'm Mike Fujito EX, and I'm going to go play Rez, I think.
3: Dai Zenshu EX Podcast. Thank you for
0: This will be fun. Yeah. Yep. Jeff, are you ready? I am ready. Megan, are you ready? Sure. Mary, are you ready? I hope so. Andrew, are you ready? Yes. Joy, are you ready?
2: Yes.
0: Do we have any other people?
2: Just and yes. Oh, that's right. Julian. Here we go. That's
3: kind of a
2: problem with
3: it too. Julian, you all right? Uh Yeah, my phone rang, and I had to go grab it.
0: Okay, I, th- I thought you were doing something. Awesome. I'm known throughout the land, well, throughout the WAN, as Master K. What? <laughs> you can't make that bigger. <laughs> no, I can't. You of can't of
2: move me. your mic for a couple of moments? You know what?
0: I hate you all. <laughs> alright, alright, I'm ready. You look like Teddy Sonday and Chocolate Rain, dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm known throughout the land as Master K. I I breathe when I go away from the microphone. Raffle. Raffle. <laughs> alright, I'm ready. I'm pretty sure I've emailed him. You know what, I hate you. <laughs> I know this.